we have to drop something nice for you. This poem is called Money from the Sun. Satellite images, glowing kitchen beaches, fire burning across the Amazon, changing climate like a nuclear weapon, deforestation and clearing open doors for commercial cattle rearing, trans-Amazonian highway expanding along with evacuation for gold mining. Oh, when the European came, oh, when these barbarians came, the Spaniards and the Portuguese, on with the Catholic cross to convert and to colonize lives of Tamois and the Taharas, indigenous tribe, cannab- can- cannibalist but civilized. You murder and annihilate. With tuberculosis, measles and smallpox, syphilis mixed with chickenpox on the rocks. After you rape, plunder, loot, and enslave, to plant your beloved sugarcane, cut the forest searching for mahogany, pushing carbon monoxide in the canopy, the playground for spider squares, capachin monks, <laughs> while the otters, the jaguars, and the pumas flee from the habitant like frightened iguanas, competing for oxygen among electric eel and piranhas. Opportunism breeds capitalism. Capitalism brings feudalism. Fellow government rising from Peru, Jamaica, Brazil, Colombia, Chile, Guyana, and Venezuela. Jesus is a mere Amer Indian, Satan riding on his stallion. The dollar is the almighty God. The entire globe gone steering mad. Who gonna save the human race? Who gonna save the human race? The sitting on a throne of gold. Who gonna save? Who gonna save? Who gonna save? Who gonna save? Who gonna save the human race? Yeah, who gonna save? Yeah. Empress Echo presents her brand new single on the DC production label. Yeah, who gonna save the human race? So we just thought some things. Last week, we, we spoke about what was happening on the Rhea Cobre. Later on, when we link Miss Cherry, right, we can go into more details of what took place this week. So that's one thing we're going to discuss today. And we're going to discuss... Some things that is still following through in the world because there have been several uprisings, especially in France, and it just seemed to taper a little bit. But you know it go. Anyway, we're going to drop a big tune from Taros Riley.
Musical image, me call him, you know. <laughs> the maddest man with music, you know what I mean? Like what um 
my friend Winston the whip could do. Right? He this man he wasn't really sick for long, you know. He had a bout of short illness and he just moved. I tell you boy I have been so sad with with the passing of the whip. I had some good times with him, especially in the nineties when we used to run a club in Sensibet called the Occasion Club. That time G D Taylor they just I just moved back to Jamaica and we had the Occasion Club and for about two, three years we were voted as the best rural club in Jamaica. And Winston used to come down on the weekend. Sometimes he would trad with Eddie Fitzroy. And he used to come down and just chill with us because we used to have shows every Sunday night. And this is one of the places where we discover we a guy called, he was called a bounty hunter. And then he later on changed his name to Bounty Killer. And I'm talking about 1991. And this is where we met a sweet little young lady. She just marga and fine called Marianne Hall. But I don't want to talk too much. I need to bring in Miss Cherry on the line with me. Miss Cherry. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Miss Cherry, Miss Cherry are the sweetest Jamaican name, you know. In a every district, there's a Miss Cherry. Boy, uh, from morning, you're just making me laugh. You're on the Miss Cherry name. Good morning, generals. <laughs> Listen. It's not everybody know Cherry, you know. You know, it's a funny thing with your nickname or because most people in Jamaica, nobody know them legal name. You come in that true, district true. and you say, um, Evelyn, who is Evelyn? Um, she's sharp, she, she, I have big, or who? You mean Miss, Miss Doris, girl? You mean Cherry? No, I see. Oh, I see them. Oh, just so you know, because by the time you go to school, even when you go to school, your friend them still call your name. Yeah. And in a Jamaica, I think it's the most passionate people. Jamaica name them folks off of the vibration, your vibration. You know, you you go. You're probably in a country and you have a certain vibration. You go to town, you have a certain vibration, and them just slap on a name for you. Um, fatty, blacky, yes, chunky. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Cherry, for me, you have to have known me as a child growing up, and it's a very strange thing. If somebody out of the blues who don't know Cherry, call me Cherry. It makes me feel annoyed. 
Really? Lord. Yeah. I mean, Lord. I mean, somebody who know Cherry, don't know Evelyn, and them call me, it is so strange. Because I'm saying, you don't know that person. What's up with that? But it's kind of sweet hearing you call, calling me Cherry. Um, yeah, now, yeah, that Cherry um, sound <laughs> sweet like a fruit, something <laughs> exotic and erotic. Yes, Cherry. Oh, it's an ooh. erotic fruit. Oh. Right? Yes. Well, some is red, so some well, is pink. I, I, I even see blue cherry as well. Blue and black cherry. Ooh. I have a friend. His, his name is Polly, and he has a farm, and he has 250 different species of plants. In Jamaica, wow. he has the most species in any two acre of land. A plant, and you have a big vibration, variation of cherries. And I was wow. up there about in the Easter, and I taste some blue cherry and some black cherry, and I never knew that cherry could be blue and black. Yes, I had a classmate well, cherry, in cherry. Can blue and black, you know? It, yes, you I have a, to know what kind of vibration you set for that. I had a classmate. Named Cherry, and she was very dark, black, mm-hmm. and shine. Man, her eyes shine in the days. <laughs> One of the prettiest, wow. and when I say mean black, I mean real ebony, you know. But her eyes shine. So she, almost, Whenever, she almost blue. She almost yes, blue. She almost blue, that kind of blackness, but it's a pretty mm. blackness. Black lips, mm. black eyes. Um, and every time I used to see her, I used to say, Oh, Cherry, oh, Cherry, oh, baby, don't you know I'm oh. with you? And <laughs> that time we were going to primary school. And her name is Cherry Hebert. I don't know where on earth Cherry is today. Right? But big you up wow. anyway, Cherry Hebert is. You know? And you're talking about nickname. I'm trying to figure out how many nicknames I have. I had, and again, each of the nickname, each of the nickname, it, there's a history behind it, and I respond yes. and react to it. I remember yes. my first nickname was Woody. I, I can't tell you what the, what the word Woody means, but my first nickname mm. was Woody, and then it run, and then I got a strange two-month nickname called Village Ram. And oh then somehow... <laughs> General, General, hold on. You can't just run past that one like that. Hold on there. What was going on in your life there, General? I don't know. Oh, this was about, when about 12, 13 year old I'm talking about, you know. Oh my gosh. And I didn't like that name. Right? I didn't like that name at all. What happened is that I was I grew up in a conservative kind of village. Just like you. Mm-hmm. And um being a very friendly person and I always have a lot of girls around me. Not mm-hmm. doing anything wrong, but the parents just could not figure out why these girls were always attracted to me and in my company. And they didn't like it. 
because at the time they think that my parents were too liberal and I know mm-hmm. too many things and my parents were seen as being bright. So thus I am bright. And because mm-hmm. I'm bright, I'm going to teach them bright things. Bright things. So they, <laughs> yes. So the, the name moved from move back from village ram back to Woody. Oh God. So, then, so why the Woody thing now? Why the Woody? <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. like you like Woody? <laughs> well, I cannot go into the Woody unless there's okay. a caller or somebody listening online, and who will will call in and tell the world why I was called Woody. And it so happened that oh, this person. Oh, so, so they have to know you. So they have to yes. know you then. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And then now that name went from Woody to Trinity. Because how I got mm. the name Tr- Trinity. Remember, we used to have this DJ, um, mm-hmm. Trinity. John saw them coming, three-piece suit mm-hmm. and so on. Because at the time, I had sound like Trinity. And this time oh. I was about 14, 15 and we had a sound system at the time, Rebel, two sound systems, Rebel Rule and Magnum Force. And I used to DJ as a 15-year-old for all the parties. Mm. So they always say me sound like Trinity. Then after that, my nickname went to Post Martin. Oh, gosh. Yes, because they say I'm the living dead. And this was my university name. Mm-hmm. So, so this was the time when I met Winston Williams because I met Winston Williams as a student at university, University of the West Indies. And mm-hmm. um, it's such a, a, a sad tale because I went to University of the West Indies to do law. And started out as a law student, but I started to grow from here. And mm. at the time, I couldn't deal with studying law and Babylonian way. That is how I thought as a nine, 18, 19 year old, because around eight, I was around eight. Re- rebellious, rebellious. Rebe- rebellious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And the sad thing in those days, and to show the whole life change, there were forty of us in the in each in each law class. So um, year one, forty, year two. Then you know that by the reach year two, our last students would go to mm-hmm. to Cave Hill. So mm-hmm. you do first year in Jamaica, and second year Cave Hill, and third year Cave Hill, and then you come back for normal Monday. That's school. Well, Mrs. In a family class, me was the only somebody west of Spanish town. Me was the only somebody that speak like me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I might have the academic qualification, but I was the only person that speak like me, look like me. Because in those days, it's 40 students from across the Caribbean, you know. So you find out that most of the students are judge, judge's son and mm-hmm. lawyer daughters 
and they mm-hmm. come to class speak spooky. Oh, you know, hokey pokey and speaky spooky. And that is how they sound. And they drive cars to university, mm-hmm. yes, in, in the 80s. That time, everybody had five forget ladder. I remember that time, you know, so on the ladder was on the car coming in, you know. And it, if you go, if you, if, you, if you just get a job, you have to buy one old Volkswagen or one old time Morris Oxford and VW Bug was, was strong in those times. And Pigeon, you remember the Pigeon mm-hmm. 504 mm-hmm. and 404? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, those cars were in, in those times. So and Haston Cambridge, Haston Cambridge, and Morris Cambridge. Morris Axford. Mm-hmm. Right. So these students now driving fancy cars come into class. Um you just I just could not fit in with them. Wow. Some of them are judges in Saint Vincent, Father, Judge Saint Vincent and Grenada. Oh boy, I couldn't fit in. Worse, I was a countryman, didn't go to Campion. I those fancy school name like that. I was a countryman with country mm-hmm. accent, but just happened to oh. be right. So I I decided to drop out and same time there was a little vacancy at JBC and I couldn't tell my parents that I was dropping out because all of their dream was to see their one son turn a liar. Aye, aye, aye. And it wasn't my dream. So I went to JBC, courtesy of, he's a great man, a doctor, you know, Dr. Nadi Edwards, big up anywhere you're the Nadi, came to JBC. He was a student there, but working part-time with what was called API, which went to JIS. Yes. I, yes, I went to JBC at the time, and we had a, a program called Record Jury, where we used to judge all the new songs that come in. So, you know that we sit in a panel, and we used to do it every Tuesday night, sit in a panel for two hours, and all the new songs that come to JBC, we vote on it. What is fit for A play, and what is not fit for A play. So, you know that it's only the strongest songs would survive. What in a dead time, the general? Um, you people were just so, as I'm saying, at Jamaica, so so top of our seat. So all them people there who have one song we're talking about dreadlocks and all them something, they never get a chance, eh? Well, you see, guess what? They used to get a chance because people like me, had a, I was the youngest person on the panel because I was a teenager. Right? Mm-hmm. I was a teenager, so they like my views, and you know we used to go into some heavy debate, you know, whether this song was mm-hmm. worthy of a play and not worthy of a play. Then give you a joke now. One of those songs turned me into an overnight big star. Wow. Yes, it's around the same time Ika Mouse came. I wanted them, I wanted them, them, them. Me no, oh, me no, no, no. And I had a show to do. And I just get the record, you know. And get it through. And learn the song. And with Fab Five Band at the time. 
go perform the song what they did. The whole place stared down. Because most wow. at that time they didn't know it was a short man, not a six foot six man e-commerce that really sang it. And then the song pick up mm-hmm. and then it went straight to number one. Wow. And that that helped to started my a singing career with the radio career. So I got the name Post Martin. Then it was my name mm. on campus. They didn't know me as Howard Hendricks. Everybody knew me as Post Martin, the living dead. And then at that time I started to go serious into dog poetry. In those days, 1980-81, we only had poaching unity, motor. Oh, if I ever show you some picture of young motor, all motor had was one like a gray patch in a, in a head top. Yes, right, but I it, remember it. Yes. Yes. And that time, Oku had just come out of prison. That is, Orlando Wong had just come out of prison. And we had myself. Um, Yasos was at UTEC, which, which was then called CAS. Right, so mm-hmm. he was basically starting out. So the, the birth of the dog poetry came out at that time. And then I had an excellent mentor going on the road with him by the name of Michael Simit. Mikey Simit. And you know mm-hmm. that Mikey Simit was martyred, but that was another story. So this is how now I met people like Winston Williams. Because lunchtime and you go downstairs. Now the dining room at JVC was fabulous. Then you have a young guy, think him is the hottest thing on two foot. His name was Barrington Garden. Oh, yes. Yes, Barry Garden was <laughs> I there. Remember, I remember when Barry started out with him, Rogan Mike, on the street. Never forget yes. that. Yes, that time he had just finished youth service. He was uni- doing youth service, and then he went straight into broadcasting. Yes. So I mm-hmm. was there in the days with people like Mikey White, Ah, Charmian, Robertum, uh, Squeaky, Squeaky. No, this guy, apart from Williams, Winston Williams, this guy really let me start into love reader. Squeaky, Squeaky. Who is that? Let me see how old you are. Squeaky. Oh, yeah, Saturday morning. Oh, that one. Squeaky. Squeaky. Him. Uh, uh, he, he was uh, uh, in love with Marcia Griffith. Oh, he died, right? Yes, they threw him out of a car. Of a this car, yes. I yes, remember. that's about that 1945. Yes, yeah, Errol Thompson. Sweetest, sweetest you, Errol Thompson. Oh, right. my God, that was the sweetest human being. Yes. Wow. Errol Thompson was at, at JBC then. My producer at that time was a young man called Hector Wheeler. I think Hector is in some big post now at UTEC. I, either he's some chance or something at UTEC. Because I haven't connected with him over a couple of years. But Winston now. Most people don't know that Winston was a recording artist. He used to record for Studio One. And Winston oh, used to host. Yeah. Yes, he was and full of rhyme. If you ever listen 
Next week I'm gonna play, I promise I'm gonna play you some Winston Williams song. But how Winston became important in my life was when after university days and G.T. Taylor came back to Jamaica and decided he was going to settle here and we come together and started the occasion club and then G.T. started as things in an RGR and I used to help with some production so I used to <coughs> give, call in and give up updates because then I had to return to to the country and when we had that club as I was saying in the club we Winston and Eddie Fitzroy used to come down more Sundays and just come and chill and watch the talent because in those days 1989 1990 1991 when dance has just started to shape mm-hmm. I can tell you without any doubt the genesis of real dance hall Started in St. Elizabeth when that wow. started to shape because most Sunday evening we used to have Spraga Benz with us, we used to have Beanie Man with us, Determined with us. Most of these guys, because G2 was playing their music, so they will come down. And I remember the first time Marianne Hall performed. She never I make up the name, really saw it. And when that great the place I knew that she was gonna be a superstar and I remember the first show that Marion Hall came on it was me and Miss Upton yes and Lime Tree Lane me and Miss Upton was the master ceremony for that show so people like Miss Upton used to come there people like Billy Ranks used to come there Coco Tea Everton Blender all of these guys used to come across from Clarendon to come to our show. It reached a point that we have we had a 21 songs class. You hear what I said? A 21 songs class. Me not hear about nobody ever tried that again. Wow. So we we were the hottest thing when it come to club. And then IFM started and then hold on to GT. So GT went to IRFM while I went into more, um, what is it, nine to five, more corporate life, <coughs> bow tie and um, bow tie and, and jacket life. You know, that didn't say next time. So, so the dreadlocks gone from not practicing law to bow tie and jacket. <laughs> right. I never bother with the, the necktie at all. Eventually, the system catch the general. Yeah. So, as I say, Winston was there in those times. And he started to, he left RGR, left JBC, and I think he was freelancing with some station. And then, you know, with life, he gets older, you tend to lose a little contact. It was the other morning, GT Taylor linked me up and said, your friend gone, you know. And I said, wow, you know, I think his death hit me just like how Eddie Fitzroy <coughs> death hit me. Because as I say, Eddie Fitzroy was, was an accountant at JBC when I was there. And I, I was there just when another person had a very big impact on my life, which was Mikey Dread Campbell. 
At that time, Mikey Jed migrated to England, and and he was with Group Clash, and he was doing extremely well in England. And sad note, I can say I was one of the few that the, the then Prime Minister fired from JBC in 1984. Wow. Yes, <laughs> wow. some of us got fired because they think that we were too radical. Well, the we're mistake I made yeah. in 1984, I played a song that I was not supposed to play. And that was my problem. You the know queen, what? The queen. You know what? You know what that song was? You know that song? Our Peter you know? Is that the Peter song? No, it was right after the invasion of Grenada. Um, I went mm-hmm. and played this song. Do you know what it takes to have a revolution? revolution. Dennis oh, Brown. Absolutely. And, it, and it was banned from Raider then, you know. Wow. Yes. So we played that song. And we get a letter say, you have to go. Wow. So, so that is my thing, thing with, um, with Winston <laughs> Williams. The, the, the thing about um, these guys, you know, we, we're here, and, I, I, and I'm really happy that you brought this on your show, and I think we should do an official tribute to Winston. These guys are a part of fabrical life. Um, every day they give us a little bit of joy. Um, those who were carrying the news, of course, brought that to us. But a guy like the Whip, as you heard, you know, he has his vibration name too. Um, they became a part of you. That extension of you, they could speak to you. Um, they were the motivator. Like Barry G. I remember when Barry G came about because I, I am not sure we had a Rogan reporter ever. And Barry G was just so phenomenal. It brought... Um, a sense of hope and a connection with the general community with like a big dinner table. You know, everybody gets an opportunity to say something. And we had, uh, I kind of had the feeling somebody was listening and Barry went out with his little thingamajig portable mic and box and walking around and chatting, whatever he was chatting. And of course, many of us in a body for both of Yes, Barry was That's not a bad thing. That's not bad, but... That's what it was. And at the time Barry came on, he was such a young lad, a young man at the time. He kind of, you know, it was something that he brought to the table. And, of course, he's continuing to um, really do that and, and impacting our lives until now. The whip, these were guys um, that... You know, it kind of brings things that we normally would, the conversation that they would have or what they brought to the table, it was just, it, it was, it was, you wouldn't miss one of his programs. You, you, you won't miss it. Yes. And um, it, it is absolutely. Two to six absolutely. super mix. Uh, absolutely. Two to six super, 
Yeah, two to sixty for mix. Yellow man, I'll give you a joke. Nineteen eighty two. We had a show at Student Union, UWI. And man, at that show, where it's the first time I have ever got in into, no, the second time I've ever been into a physical tussle with police was at that show. Right? Because I was part of the promoter of that show. And the police never expect a student to be promoter. And mm-hmm. what happened is that I was on my chair. I left my chair, my own chair, and this policeman Come stand up on my chair and push him off. And to tell the truth, I never know he was a policeman. I never know he was a plain policeman. And his friend come with a policeman and lick me. And about 10 of we turned down for the two policemen then. Right? And it was in the whole melee, right, when the other police came and carried to the, the UWI police force. That's, we found out that these were policemen. And they found out that the show that they come were our show. Right? But the long and short of wow. that night, that night, we had a, a young gentleman who most people think he was like an American, Teddy Pendergast. And that time was the mm. first I see a man called Bersford Hammond, 1981, <clears throat> started to sing two massive hits because most of us thought that Bers were American. One step ahead and you're gone. Right. And, and those mm-hmm. songs. And everybody thought that Beris was a man like Lou Raz. And then at that mm-hmm. show, a, a, a guy that his mother called him, in the last him father, his mother called him Winston Faster. And Winston Faster mm-hmm. just had score at TSDs come student union. Man, Barry G just started to mellow. When I saw that impact on those three people, I know that the mm-hmm. universe couldn't hold back these three gentlemen. Yellowman, Barrington Garden, and Bersford Hammond. How I got more respect for Barry Garden was when he started to take on David Radigan in the class. Mm-hmm. Now, I was in England before, I, that's another story altogether. Because I started a law school in England. I nearly got deported and come out of Jamaica and started law school here as a teenager. And um, Radigan, I think, was on Capital Radio then. And Radigan was swinging the whole of England. And you know that there's a chance that if you want to hear good reggae, even today, even today, it's England you have to go, you know. You don't get no good reggae at Jamaica. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, England absolutely. has to go. Absolutely. Right? Uh, not even America, England. Not even America, America, England, yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. I want to study train of any music, it's England. We, because most people think that America is, is, is the world. You people in America call themselves world games and world this and world that. But music and it's only uh, and it's only a doing America, but a world, <laughs> <laughs> right? But you see, England to me, England is capital of the world for music because mm-hmm. they appreciate on all genres. And if you want to hear some real music, is England the best music out of Jamaica? I never used to play and read really here. And when I see that Barry G. Could stand up to 
uh, David Radigan in those early classes. And then it was like a Venn diagram, if I'm getting mathematical, when a Barry can go over to England and a radical Radigan come over here. And if those events in the dance hall was something that we always looked to, I used mm-hmm. to find a way to tune in and I used to tape them days a cassette, you know. I had to find a way to get tape to come down from England to all the radical radio show, you know. All the radical mm-hmm. radio show. And that is what, listening to our David Radigan and how we deal with the history of radio and listening to a Barry G who have a natural talent, never go to mass, mass communication um, colleges mm-hmm. and so on. Well, listening mm-hmm. to a Winston Williams who rhyme who none of these rappers even today if Winston ready can rhyme like a Winston Williams with the right similes, right metaphor and stand up. Right? And those are the people who tell me that Howard there is a future or something for you in radio. But the greatest sentence is that you must be yourself. So if you know say a chat part one nice, be yourself. Yeah, exactly. But but I think radio was such an important part of our lives because we are always constantly glued to the radio. And the competition, uh, that was the beauty when we had, when we had only Radio Fusion. Of course, you're not young enough to remember Radio Fusion and all of that kind of stuff. We go Radio Fusion and then we had JVC and then hence come RJR and now the whole thing just kind of uh, diluted because you you have so much to choose from. When we had JBC and RJR, the competition, so when you had the whip and Don Tappin, you know, head to head. Head to head. Afternoon radio. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Free (laughs) eyes. Yes. Charlie Bob Cock. I went in here. Bad Bob Cock. Bob Cock. Bob Cock. Bob Cock. Charlie Bob Cock. Yeah. Oh, not Bad Cock. Bob Cock. <laughs> no general. No general. Is Bob B O B, not B A B. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I know sometimes we we pick up things way, way, way back when, but I'm here to correct you today. <laughs> 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 I, you know what? I, I remember when coming into the States, one unfortunate thing, um, a lot of DJ and a lot of Jamaica happened. Um is that you come and you build the station as a DJ because it's like food, good food and good woman, good music. You go anywhere for those things. I don't care who you are, anywhere yeah, yeah. for those things. You, you, you travel far and wide. The connection that radio has, especially when I left Jamaica, 
and you're lost in this big concrete jungle. You hear Bamali talk about concrete jungle, and you really was in concrete jungle. No dirt, no gravel, no stone, yes. no, no river, no tree in the concrete living jungle. The only thing that keeps your sanity, no rain, no fall from the and the zinc house top, which you talked about last week, which kind of freaked me out that I saw rain downstairs and it never was coming on the zinc top because I live in an apartment building. I couldn't understand it. So what I did, we have the fire escape, I, and I'm telling you, I bought a thick piece of plastic, and I put it on the, es- the fire escape so when the rain fall, it would beat on the plastic so it give me that um, kind of raindrop, you know, on the ceiling. And, and it, 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 at that point, I didn't understand but I'm just saying, oh, my God, so much of a culture is so entrenched, and you need that in order to survive. Raise your WBLS at the time in New York, mm-hmm. which yeah. unfortunately got sold out. Yeah, that's the idea. I heard that got sold out. Yes, yeah. and it's not owned by Jamaican who builds that. WBLS, you have to um, listen to that on Saturday morning, to connect to your roots, to hear the language, to, you, you know, to hear the laughter, to hear about roast breadfruit or the, the reggae music or whatever, that keep your sanity together. So we need to do proper tribute to these guys. Um, and I'm so glad you brought it up because these are the the kind of a foundation glue to our lives that we can all make some connection, you know, get some laughter. Uh, I, um, just like when we were sitting around um, those people who had radio, because, you know, if you're in a country, you know, so fortunately if you have a transmitter radio, you go and shop peas and you sit down and listen to Dulcimina or the yes. person next door. Hold on it. Do you know that I used to, anyway, and the world, I am, I used to reach home for 7.15 every week. To make sure you get it. Absolutely. To make sure sex, Absolutely. get to listen to Dulcimina. Of course. So this is what I'm trying to say. For us, radio is what held that country together at a certain point. The dance hall, not the dance hall as a dangerous music, but the dance hall as, as a physical space. Man rushing on a Saturday at a record shop, which is another yes. important part. Pick up that Spotify hot off at the press, or you have a valid 45, I'm going to lick it up in a dance hall with all them hundreds of bucks outside, um, string up around some trees this Saturday night. That was, that meant something to the Jamaican life and culture. You, so you make sure Saturday the yard will sweep up and everything, and you go carry your water, um, and pull up your drum because dance later on, you know. Um, and when those and another set of people, we are not giving the amount of credit that was due. 
is what we, who are we call the toaster or um, whatever other name them call them. The the proper proper um URI and um um yeah because they were exactly not DJ like now yeah. yeah so when the man they pick up a piece of music when RGR and JBC never play a certain song because some all um Prince Buster song um, right. they're going to play a parade and some of the other stuff them and dance all bust them on there Yes, because, you see, you see, Cherry, they have, most Jamaicans don't realize that there was dance hall before they called dance hall, right? Exactly. And I've been telling them that you had, you had the I-Rai, you have the Prince Jasbo, you have mm-hmm. the U-Rai, you have the Big Youth, especially Big Youth, Big Youth was great, no, 1971, no. Screaming Target, it's 90s gang, 1972, and they feel that dance hall really hit in 1982, 83, no, there was dance hall before that. General Echo, 1980, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Lindsay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I remember you he got killed. Remember Mama Nancy, nobody now call Mom, her name. Right, 19, yes, Mama Nancy and Brigadier. Ah, Brigadier, uh-huh. Jalop, Jalop. There's anywhere a country. I remember, you know, Jallo playing in Black River, St. Elizabeth, and I live in Malvern, and I couldn't afford to hear my schoolboy then in a holiday, so then go a Jallo dance, and I I go to my bed, you know, and I go sleep, and I set up the dummy in my bed, you know, and I jump on my bicycle and ride the 17 miles, you know, from Black River, you know. She got taking jalous. Oh, right, my I, God. I said, like, socialist roots. Seraphonic, that time was big youth. Not, not big youth, General Echo. That General was really Echo. Same one. Yes. Same Troxy Do and Madu. Right? And I, I cannot forget when they shot um, Big John and, and Echo around 7980, if I recall. Right? Because when Echo died, it was like a big loss because he was the, the reigning dance hall DJ then, mm-hmm. right? So then CM79, you um, like the fancy own to cooperate, them right. Who that? Michigan and Smiley. Michigan and Smiley. 79 come in. Man, I, when Michigan and Smiley, it bring another taste to the dance hall. And the toasting and just their slickness, you know. What was nice about Michigan and Smile, they were slick. Right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, the people used to sit down and what Michigan and Smile used to do is put out a record like every six or eight months. And you used to sit down and wait the eight months to see what they're going to come with next. Right? And that was, that was how fun it used to be. And it it bring a level of good character in our youth. Absolutely. Because if music is what made me, my whole university I studied in my life <coughs> is music. When I'm studying for my exam, I remember six form, me had medical chances to radio, 
right beside me. I study. Right? I mean, my fifth farm, me have my transistor radio, and me, 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 me home sweet homeland. Because that time we never get electricity yet. I think we got electricity between um, fifth farm and sixth farm. What is it called? Home, sweet home lamp. That mm-hmm. I used to study with because we had a, what that was called a Delco. But we, could, we only turn on the Delco for certain times. Especially when you want to impress the neighbor and you know, say news that go come on, you turn on the Delco for news time. And then you see some people start chipping at the yard to come watch the news. But does it mean then give it a joke now? The Perkins end up being my next door neighbor. Cause you know, it, it was Elian Perkins, that's Wilmot Perkins' mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. wife that, that wrote Dulcimina and Flora Lee. And I don't remember, there's another one that used to come on and argue a quarter to 12. A time to remember, something like that. Right? These were the, she was the main writer. Why that lady was so creative. And the funny part of my life was to see that the Perkins become my next door neighbor. And let me tell you the wow. tragedy. Oh, God, that's so many stories, though. Let me tell you the tragedy with, um, with my Perkins, you know. And it just happened since and I, I am on CRS radio that I'm going to mention something to you. All right. My mother, we used to have two youths used to live next door to us. One near bigger and one near little. Two of them are twins, you know. But one bigger than the other. But then the little same way, you know. But they call the bigger one bigger <laughs> and the little one little. And don't ask me right now. I don't know what bigger Now, my mother used to pay, let's say if my mother pay 50 cents for read out our garden, the Perkins them appear like 25 cents. But because they look aristocratic, they would prefer go to my, not to go to my mother's garden, but go over to Perkins. <laughs> right. And take the 25 cents versus the 50 cents my mother would have given them. Right? <laughs> yeah, joke now. Perkins had two dogs. One the name PJ and one named Portia. <laughs> you heard it that way. So Perkins plant some melon and some cabbage. And I don't know how bigger my little dog them get with. Right? Portia and, and, um, and PJ get with them Mr. Perkins. Um, melon patch. And mash up the lemon patch. And Mr. Perkins was in such a temper that she didn't give bigger one upper court. That time bigger was about 10, 11, you know. So you know that the end of a court. Wow. And was all over the news, Mr. Perkins for child abuse. Now, the sad oh, wow. thing now with, with Bigger, we have seen recently, is that in, sometime in last year, his son, he had one child, um, his son was working on a truck, and he was under the truck, fixing the truck, and in Santa Cruz, and I don't know what happened, but um, the son dropped asleep under the truck, and the driver for the Uh-oh. truck never, never realized that Bigger son was under the truck and drove and drove over him and killed him. And bigger oh my. Was, had been suffering from heartbreak over in the time son. 
And a few weeks ago, they found bigger dead in his house. Oh. I'm not even sure if the, the funeral has gone as yet. Wow. Yes, you know, and and life have these little story, joyous, funny, but sometimes sad, you know, but Mm -hmm. your mouth most tired, so I'm going to play you a tribute to the man called Winston Williams. Brand new, Mikey Rose.
Yes, it's very great to have your radio show, The Knowledge Station, and of course, we're here tonight and every Wednesday from 8 p.m., 7 p.m., Jamaica time up until 10 p.m. So make sure you give us a call, 661-467-2407. If you want to chat, I want to say big up to all of those who are listening to us on the big Facebook and on Twitter. Those of you who are in the chat, I want to say big, big, big love to you. Hey, I want to say big special shout out to Tony in Jamaica. I said, well, I'm catching the show last time, and it was good. Uh, yes, boy, I'm telling you. Yes, you're good music. And you know, we're talking about the good life, um, the good connection with the music and those that connect the music to us. Um, of course, the general. Let me ask you something, because um, this song, Leaving to Zion, was done by Black Hole, right? Michael Rose used to lead singer. I think this came out around 79 mm-hmm. from the showcase album. But <laughs> I'm going to ask you something, and you might say I'm foolful, and I'm naive, and I'm done. But there, there is a thing that is coming up just in Jamaica, there, there, have something to do with some gender issues. Right? And yes, because UWI is saying that you should not be known as male or female again. Mm-hmm. I've been saying to my daughter, I said, well, <laughs> you are in a new era, you have two more years left, but make sure so when you graduate, you are still female. What do you mean? Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you see, I think there's something that they have um, adapted from, I, I don't want to say the, yeah. the term, American, but let me change mm. that the first world. But I don't, we mm. Caribbean people, island people, we don't understand these different theory or terms. As far as I'm concerned, when I remember the first time I went to an interview and they asked me, and Mr. Part Mark Six. I did a scratch my head, a scratch my head, because I can't remember the amount of time, right? So, I scratch my head. No wonder. Hence hmm? the name, hence the name, General. Anyway, I'm not going there. Go ahead. <laughs> but I, I, I don't understand. You are living a first world situation, and it is creeping here. And people are getting upset because we are going to do constitutional reform, and everybody watching to see if the government what they're going to try to introduce, right? And we have deep cultural ties and um, we are ruled by the Bible and people people are not really heavy accepting. Um, there's, what I say, tolerance, you know. There's great tolerance. But people, Jamaican people living here, they will accept you for who you are, but no matter mm-hmm. try going hug them, you know. Don't try hug them and hold mm-hmm. their hand, right? Because you're mm-hmm. going to bring a bam, 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 bilam, bam, bam. I can't wait to give to say. But um, mm-hmm. what has taken um, in America? I see the Republicans. The Republicans know they're turning back. 
the abortion situation. Well, as a Rastaman, we used to sing black hole abortion. Abortion got to have caution. And I have learned to have a different view on the abortion issue because some people are raped. Mm-hmm. Some people um, have illness and cannot mm-hmm. carry the baby. So I accept that. Some people um, just maybe cannot afford to nurture a child. Right? It's your body. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, as a man, tell you what to do. But if it is my child, I'm going to be my child. I think I should have a say. That's why I want to say, well, look, for the next 20 years or 30 years, I should be able to assist with the nurturing of this child. Right. We are mm-hmm. things equal because you know it's enough man now look what they pick me. But I think what is happening in Jamaica nowadays is that a lot of men have taken up the responsibility of their children now. What well, is that's happening good. Is, what is happening is a whole for Taylorism. You know what they call Taylorism? Mm-hmm. You know what they call Taylorism? That can be a good, that, that be a good thing, you know. That means you get some nice <laughs> cup here and there. Some ratting cut from years to years. So when no, I look the, like the other the side the cup. is some waistcoat and some jacket. I mean, that's exactly. Mm, right. Some good cut. There's some, some good cut. Some of them are cut right here. They yeah, yeah. don't look right. <laughs> they don't look right. But my question mm. is, what is going on? From where you are, what is going on? Because I see the... The, the, the Republicans intend to turn back some of the achievements of the the pride, as they call it, pride of the gay movement. One other thing mm-hmm. I noticed coming out of, out of England is that if there's a news that has to do with a, a gay situation, it's high headline up front. It's like they are trying to tell you, say, look, accept it, accept it, accept it. Right? Yes, it is good to accept people and love people, but again, when you are made a particular way and a person trying to change you and to push something on you, what most Jamaicans say, oh, you see John, when John does Jamaica, I'm born certain thing in him, born in left and right, and as John take the plane, oh, they're nice people, they don't trouble anybody. And that is how mm-hmm. Jamaicans see when you out here, when you're living here, you say you're not for this. And when you go over there, or over where you are, you change. Because guess what? You realize that you have to live in a world with everybody. But I don't understand where we are hoping to become a republic. And no one, and this present government is trying, I always say it, this present government in Jamaica is trying to so fast track this constitution change without allowing the people to even digest it, to understand it, and what it's all about. And look, 1961-62, between Buster Monty and Norman Manley, they had speed in that thing and messed up a lot of things. What we should be doing now is looking, because we have seen the fall of the monarchy, because one of the questions, that people are asking, after Charles, King Charles, <coughs> what next? What next? After King, King William. 
No, do you know that Nostradamus, Nostradamus predict mm-hmm. that it might be Harry might be the next king? Oh, it's possible. Yes. Well, that would have been have to be a catastrophe because you have he would have to go through three children, four persons right. before. Yes. Um, so it ha- that would have had to be some catastrophe somewhere. So, but anything is likely to happen. But I, I, I'm glad you really brought up that um, that topic. I, I don't uh, understand the gender thing. I'm totally lost. I and and I guess a lot of us who are of a certain age, um, biblically attached to the Bible, here is here is my problem. I cannot understand, and, and a little bit naive too, so I'll join you, um, why somebody has to be celebrating their sexuality. I don't see where if you, what you do in your bedroom should not um, have any impact on life or, or how people live their life because straight people don't get out every day. I don't know how I say straight people. I don't know what that is anymore. Um, get out and do certain things to say, hey, I'm straight, I'm straight. Um, what if you like who you like? I think this should be not something that uh, say, hey, there is a different gender of people who and, and basically is sexuality rather than the humanity. Um, say, yeah. hey, people like uh, this kind of a thing. You need to accept them. You need to um, make sure. But I don't think anybody, for the most part, is not accepting a human person. Um, I think it's the ideology that you're forcing me to, to accept to conquer, something so you to that I world. don't necessarily yeah. believe, you know, and that's not fair either. That's not fair. There are people who probably don't have some dislike for people who are not uh, the same sexual orientation they are, and I understand that. But for you to be outright um, saying, you know, this person is that, and you should. And personally, I don't think that there should be a big deal. Who you want to do, what you want to do, should not have any judgment as who you are as a human, human, human person, as a human. You, who you are as a neighbor, should not have anything to do with what you do in your bedroom. Um, and I don't think you should bring it out to the public either. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, there is no need for that. Maybe I'm so wrong. Um, I don't see the need for that. I don't need to know you love Janet and Tom. I, I, and I'm saying if you are uh, Woody, you would want to say you have John, Joanne, Juliet, all that. Should you go out there and publicize that too? I, I don't think that should matter. What should matter is your humanity, how we treat each other, what you do in your bedroom and who you like and love and that kind of thing. I don't think that should be 
um, anything that we, we, you know, take the advantage, except that you have folks who, you know, are not really very nice, just like how you have folks that are not nice to certain race, and that should right. not be tolerated on the basis of that. But the basis that um, you should force somebody to do X and Y, I don't think that should come up. So I think sometimes we make problems out of situation that, we shouldn't pay attention to. Um, whether or not we like it is how we're doing. Uh, you're talking about our government or the Jamaican government. You have to go where the money is. And a lot of time when you get into government, when you're staying on the outside of government, you are perplexed as to how they behave. But if you move closer in, you would realize that they are they are um they have to um in terms of monetary they have to go by certain rules and regulations you see you see you see my, my my take on it you know is that i don't think we have to declare what we believe in and what we are what we are about right and to make a statement like um, an application form for a university or uh, a situation that I don't think that we should we should tell the world it is not necessary. And, and, yeah, and I, I think I think when this is going to become necessary, um, now here is my part, and it's, for me it's kind of scary. But maybe um, all of this fear will go away in another ten, fifteen years because. Um, our the way how we are being programmed because remember our mind is only about programming and we are programmed if you're a certain age and you're in Jamaica you're programmed a certain way the Bible um, how you believe what you should do and what you should not do now for example if I'm seeking a husband um, and somebody who is a transgender, who was born a girl and became a husband, and I so-called um, fell in love with that person, I, at some point in time, I'm not going to know whether or not this person was born biologically X or Y, because that person is not going to necessarily feel obligated to say, you know what? I I was a girl before I now a boy because I feel like I was a boy. And then I would say or fifteen years or ten years or two years into my relationship I realize for some reason I meet upon Woody and Woody Woody tells me, Oh who is that? So and so do you know that that was my girlfriend? And I say, What? What are you talking about? And there's the problem. That is the kind of problem um, that I think we're going to have for a while until it doesn't matter anymore. Um, if whether or not you have to declare on application or declare to someone, um, I was born, or maybe you're going to have to have some other um, question <clears throat> to say, um, what was your sex at birth? What at is birth, your present right. sex? Right. 
My boy, I tell you. My, so this world it's, it's is, is, be, is getting strange. It's going to be difficult. Yes. And I'm it, sorry. It's, I, it's, I know that I, I'll be dead in a few years' time. And I'm sorry for the younger people that I'll be leaving behind. Because they will be confused. Uh, don't, right. don't, 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 don't book your hand on that because I think we are in the breakthrough of um, it would be a choice if you choose to die. We're, we're getting there close. So it's not like anything is going to be as sure as death anymore. Um, it's a matter if you choose to die. Uh, technology is moving at lightning speed and that will change. Um, pretty soon. It's CRS Radio Caribbean Radio Show and it's Island Chat with uh, Cherry. <laughs> Cherry, no, yes. no, Cherry. Cherry and Howard. Howard right live out of St. Elizabeth. And we're talking from politics uh, to all uh, dedication to the whip himself. Um, next week we're probably going to get a nice little tribute in music for him, um, for all the lives that he has touched informatively or musically. Um, bless up and soul, just sleep um, in time, time. Um, you did a job, you know, and um, so it be. But I know you have your kitchen recipe, especially that is a sun hot here. Cutting globally all over. We are in the kitchen for us tonight. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the the kitchen as yet because I oh, see you know what I want the, kitchen. the kitchen as yet as yet. <laughs> I see. I see. I see something that is taking place in the world that mm-hmm. should have happened. I'm I'm not going to be honest. Should have happened at least twenty years ago. The Bob mm-hmm. Marley movie. This should have happened 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley is such a legend. To see that we are just putting out a movie. A, a lot of us were trying, are hoping that somebody like Akimani would have acted for his father. I see, since mm-hmm. he seemed to be the the actor out of the family, per se. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. what I'm reading from the review is that this young young man from Trinidad, or from with Trinity Roots, he did a marvelous job acting mm-hmm. like Bob Marley in the movie. And I mm-hmm. see the whole world. Because I've been watching the reviews, is waiting waiting for this Bob Marley movie. But the thing, Cherry, I know we, I don't see Jamaica get fussy over it. And this is one of the things I don't like with Jamaicans. People on the outside of the world cherish us. But mm-hmm. we at home here don't cherish our one another. Because even today, to me the most popular Jamaican on earth is Bob Marley. You see him both there somewhere behind him, but it's Bob Marley. And we have not even turned Bob Marley into a hero. Why? Because Bob Marley is a Rastaman. Okay. I, 
I think this, you know, we should have an entire show for this. Because, this, you know, I know on the downside of this show, on the upside is about 20 minutes. And this is a humongous topic that I think yes. we should take on. And yes. we should thoroughly chat about this, not in passing, but really talk about it. So I think we should rest that case until we have a show that yes. we can go in depth yes. into yes. this. yes. Uh, I think because we, I don't think this is like a five-minute thing at yes, all. Because yes, yes, that is really important. Because I, for example, I would probably have <laughs> have some, not necessarily objection, um, but we have to go through divine what eras are um, and go through all of that and see if are we looking at this from an emotional standpoint um, what are eras? What are they supposed to do? What contribution to the country? And we define that, and then we come back around and and then you know put the cards on the table. But I think we should really spend an entire show focusing on that same question. You know, really. you you talk about the kitchen, and I had basically say this is put the kitchen aside. Ladies and plenty, man, you know that after the show last week, you might not have heard about me, and maybe this week, Cherry would have said, um, Howard has passed on. Ladies and plenty, man, yes, I got sick exactly after the show last yeah. Wednesday night. I don't know if it's talking to you that kept me healthy to, and, and that's what vibration is. No, believe that that's yeah. what vibration is all about, you know. You can be going through pain and just doing something that you love or you enjoy and you don't feel the pain because <coughs> when I was talking to you and we were broken up last week and all picking properly last week. I never felt no pain until the moment that I signed off. First wow. thing, Cherry, you know what happened to me? Uh-huh. As I about to turn off the computer, I feel like I moved from about 14 months pregnancy to about 21. Wow. I feel like somebody just blew up one condom in my belly. And it's like my, my belly wow. never popped. And let me tell you something. Wow. I, I knew enough and I know what colic is all about. Mm-hmm. Right? Because people have diarrhea, but I don't know if foreign people know where colic be. By the way, do you people have colic up there? I, I just want to know. Do no, you people in foreign no, have colic? That's only that's only Jamaica, in particular in St. Elizabeth. <laughs> Right. Foreign people, foreign people that have dirty, them that have colic, them that have food. <laughs> well, especially for the foreigners that listening, colic <laughs> is when you yum and you eat <laughs> and you eat and you yum and you eat and you eat and you yum peer and you mix up so actually with the peer. And you mm-hmm. just have a whole mixture, I think, because you're a eater or a nyama or a eater. 
So you know, take mm-hmm. no check, and then everything stir up inside of your belly. Oh. Right, oh. and you feel like you want to explode and start to feel some funny pain. Well, I never mm-hmm. have colic, but I felt like I, I was I feel some funny chemicals in my mouth. And what has oh. what, what happened you know, before? Well, what, what had happened? Maybe yes, bitterish, bitterish, and it like I'm tasting mm. like oil. I'm not talking mm. cooking oil. I'm mm. more like engine oil. That was that kind of taste oh. that, that I had, like an engine oil. Mm. And and let me tell you something. I was coming home for the show, and I was hungry. And I wanted to mm-hmm. eat something fast for the show. Because I know I'm going mm-hmm. to talk for two hours. So I stopped mm-hmm. along the way at a little cook shop. And I should have known better. And I don't normally mm-hmm. buy food with raw vegetables. What Jamaicans oh. call raw vegetables. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. My vegetables either have to steam. Or most of the vegetables mm-hmm. that I eat is either I plant them. Or I have a friend mm-hmm. who plant them. Cause I'm not into mm-hmm. this whole but spray spray thing. <clears throat> what seems mm-hmm. to happen is either the, somebody steals yeah, the vegetable and sell it, or the mm-hmm. person didn't wait until the chemicals oh. wear off before they mm-hmm. cut it up. And let me mm-hmm. tell you that. I went through an, such an agony that around 3 o'clock mm-hmm. Thursday morning, I sent a text to my boss and said, goodbye. That's just how, yeah, that's just how <laughs> I feel. But you're not going coming today. It's not, you're not coming in today. What is goodbye? It's goodbye, yeah. <laughs> right? And he's such a, looking back, he's such a, a strange person. You know what the man replied to? Replied, <laughs> okay. Okay, so Mr. Dennis, a man really want to get rid of, want to get rid of me, right? Yes, yes. Let let me let me have oh a word God. of prayer, yeah. right? Let me have a word of prayer to hope that you okay. you you return to normal yeah, life. He never yeah. said anything like that, right? I, I, I prefer if we did take up the phone and sing like Tiger. Wanga got, no Wanga belly, some python. <laughs> you know what that song. <laughs> I'd prefer to sing like Tiger to me than all he said in the note. Okay. Okay. And I drift into, into a sleep and I woke up around 11.30 30. The morning. And when I say yeah. 11.30, going towards midday, that is how I work, work, mm-hmm. woke up Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I said to mm-hmm. myself... You need to get some busy, busy general. You know, I'm not busy, busy. now, you're bad. You're so awkward, you're busy, you know. Then I drink busy. Then I first see me drink, me drink ginger. Oh. And me drink busy. It is ginger. Right? And me drink... By the way, you know how busy, you know, he was busy up a foreign... I'm going to take you for a yard. I'm going to 
So let me ask you something. When you get when you get Pfizer, when you do, when just take Pfizer and eat it. When you not up there and you get Pfizer, when you just say, "All right, Father, for what we are about to receive, take me to heaven, dear God." That is your, that is your, have no father, no father, no father, no father, Is it like the idea, you know? Somebody fires me post, you know? Somebody, somebody fires me post, man. I mean, say, oh, this post not going dead. And I get two syringe, you know? And I mix up the busy with some milk. And I squeeze okay. the, the post mouth and I start mm-hmm. use the syringe and shove down the busy. And I, I yeah, did the okay. surgery for about half an hour. And uh-huh. the post rallied rally to. Right around. No, man, I ain't mouth. Right? And it, the post. I think the post have about six life left because they say post have nine life. You have about six life left. left. You said the poison take out three life. I said it heavy. I have a poison left. Well, you see, my post is is a genius. You know? My post know how to open the fridge. Right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your post are, are foreign is as educated as my post. No, no, we don't have the microwave. You know how to open the microwave. And mm. he spent a lot of time on the computer. And I think oh, that. Yeah. Yes, he spent a lot of time on the computer. In the search, in the search of hunting. Yes, he just come out and we are the work. And he just decided to mm-hmm. lay down for the computer. So he spent a lot of time on the computer. Okay. And he's That's the true. first person I see start to experiment with AI, artificial intelligence. Right. Yes. Yes, my puss experiment. At one time, I was wondering if he was a puss or if he oh, was an alien. Yeah. 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 You don't have the AI number before. Oh my gosh, so what, what I did one night, I hear him barring outside, but I never realized it was mating season. I hear him barring outside, so I stick to outside to see if I see the UFO, because I see the UFO must come down, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's only aliens make those nights. Night. By the way, have you ever sit down and listen to cats when they are um, oomphing? Yes. Yes, I I I have heard them. I am I, well. Um, I understand it's bad luck if there's such a thing to see them mating. So I never tried to peek. Well, let me tell you something. I don't know how when the foreign post do, but down here when they are doing it, they say it in patwa. They do. Yes, in patwa. Me, 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 me tell you something, make sure you give it nice, like you don't make sure you start again. That is how they do it in Pata. And, and you hear them in their patois. Right? Oh my god, so good. 
So what language them talk normally? Because me think so, they would have just not the same language them talk on a normal basis. And mm-hmm. what do you talk to them? I, 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 you talk um, Japanese to them normally? Mm-hmm. Them speak Japanese? No. Oh, what the chat, your your chat in America, their accent mm-hmm. and their dialect come from St. Kitts. Oh. Oh, and kids, 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 shans, right, right. So the mm-hmm. normal cats speak um, with their dialect. Kitty when they come to Jamaica now, right, it's uh-huh. because the name of how we call them is entrenched in our bad words. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we have one special bad word that we name after them, you know. Right? Oh yeah. Yes, then then you know that our bad word. Have a surname and a first name. Keep your name. <laughs> so you know, like most of our bad words, surname. I do. That, you that, see, like that, how that, that, is, that is another show in this window because um, the genesis of those words that we eventually call bad words um, yes. is it's African. Is, now, that, now that me, uh, you know, we get like a hold um, or we get like more learned. Um, me I realize I only if I think about them word they were called bad word. Well yeah. um I, I, somebody a fool or something because the word them not bad at all. How a word for me bad anyway. Right, so you see <clears throat> the, these bad words have Christian names and surnames. Mm-hmm. Right, so you know mm-hmm. so one of the common just like the name Simit with a common name, mm-hmm. you know, one of the common surnames for our bad, bad word is Claude. Right? It's cloth. Right. It's cloth or cloth. Not not C L O T H, you know. That's cloth. I am talking K-L-K-L-A-A-T. So so you have you have let's you have cloth. Yes. C L cloth cloth. C L O cloth cloth. Cloth. I don't have the K. Cloth. Cloth. Class. Okay. Okay. Right? So, um, I don't know because of the whole Christianity that was teached to these slaves. Right? I think the okay. white man taught us to make sure that, just like with every other name, we must have uh-huh. our bad word with Christian name at first and the surname last. No man, it's 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 in the it's in the book. It you find it in First Chronicle chapter fifty seven. First Chronicle chapter fifty seven verse six, yes. Because PEP 
results are out. And for those of you who wonder what I call PEP, for older ones we call it common entrance. And for mm-hmm. in between one we call it um, GSAT is up. But what is taking place is that um, they are trying to place um, students nearer to the schools. Right? The schools are their choice. But if you are very bright and you are, you are near to what you call big school, you'll get into big school. But if you are not bright, mm-hmm. right, they will send you go somewhere far away from you. So you might end up having to take maybe two or three taxis just to go to school. Wow. Yeah. Right? So, all right, for example, let me go back to my hometown, Malvern. Malvern, that's one of the top educational towns in Jamaica, just next to Malvern. And a student, Monroe, is three miles from um, from the primary school I went to. And um, Hampton School is one mile away. But if you're never bright and you pass to go to Newell, first you'll have to take a taxi from Malvern to Santa Cruz, which is ten and a quarter miles. And you have to take a taxi from um, maybe Santa Cruz to Mountainside, which is about 15 miles. And then you have to take a taxi from Mountainside to, to Newell, which is about five or so miles. Five, yes, seven kilometers. Wow. Right. So I'm just showing you. So a lot of students um, face that problem. So you have students traveling across parishes. Like you have students mm-hmm. in, in Santa Cruz traveling when they should be at States. They are traveling to go to Manchester High. I even Homewood, as far as Homewood. Right? Mm-hmm. So transportation costs. Is extremely expensive. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm so talking I'm, rural Jamaica. I, I, I understand. Jamaica. I, and I know we, we, we're on the point of just checking out here. Um, this is what Give Back Jamaica do help. And that is why people um, must give the shoes. That is why they ex- must ex- give thank the you. shoes. Because most of the them walk off the shoes very fast. Uh, in, in, in a one in a one semester. So yes. for those people who are hanging out with us today, I want to thank you. Particular um, next week we'll talk a little bit more about give back Jamaica. But for the meantime, go check us outside. Um, GiveBackJamaica.org, GiveBackJamaica.com. On Facebook is Give Back Jamaica, or send us an email, GiveBackJamaica at gmail.com. Reaching out to get. 10,000 pair of shoes this time around um, to serve those underserved in primary schools, guys. If you are in the diaspora, call up your friend and make a little pack to give back your primary school, a little something, something. Um, This is real hard, hard, terrible, terrible time. Transportation, lunch money, um, books and all of that. I just was speaking to um, um, Springville Primary School principal this week. We're trying to do some help over there as well. Um, we are looking 
at doing something in Manchester, Porous. We're, we're going to be doing something um, in Porous, Friends on Porous and Give Back Jamaica. Um, I came in partnership, and we will be doing something there. They're going to be having a homecoming um, on the 19th of July coming up. So for you guys in Porous, be on the lookout for that. Um, I really want to thank you guys, and, and the only way we can have this kind of a country that we so remember and, and continue to develop and move forward and create excellence, because we are not short of that. It's just that we need resources. And um, those who have gotten the light or gotten in a little better space, I think your, our obligation is to pay it forward. So please, um, please, um, we, we need your help um, to, to, to make our people, our country, our brothers and sisters, um, life a little bit easier. It's our obligation. Um, yes, General, again, I know you're, you're, you're going to wrap it up now until next week, so go ahead and... and Cut it down. Eh? Yeah, man, we, we're going out. Hope Tan Brown supposed to come on next. In the next few seconds. Big up to the to Sly. Sly Dunbar. Big up to Rory and the whole taxi gang crew out of Kingston. Right? Big up to Light Parks who kind of fitting in there for 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 Rabbi. Big up Alkibolan. Big up to my friend God Campbell who is doing surgery right now. Should be out of surgery right at this moment. As I finish the hour, I'm gonna try to get his wife to find out if he if he has recovered. So peace and love, just blessings and guidance. Chat good. See you same time, same place next week. Rastafari. No. I'm find a girl with love for different You see all the love in sufficient Love is when the girl that looks so decent You knew me from before I was a star Too late to turn back now We've come so far, so far. I know that I can't hold